In this debut episode of the Florida Homebrew Report, we start with the end, and the end starts now. Welcome to the Florida Homebrew Report, where we spotlight the world's greatest hobby in our home state of Florida. We talk about what's brewing, who's brewing, a local beer events, and a whole lot about the Florida Homebrew Competition Circuit. Our mission is not only to keep you informed, we want to have a lot of fun along the way. So go ahead, pull a pint of your favorite beverage, and get ready for a new episode of the Florida Home Brew Report. Welcome to the premiere episode of the Florida Homebrew Report, a new podcast from BigMonsterBrewing.com and NewsAz.com. This show, as the name suggests, is about the fantastic hobby of homebrewing in Florida, Florida beer events, and the main focus, the Florida Homebrew Competition Circuit. My name is Matt, and I have been living, drinking, and brewing in Orlando for many, many years now. I've been entering and judging competitions all over the state of Florida for the past five years, and I am the newly elected vice president of the 2023 Florida Homebrew Club of the Year, Brewers Anonymous, also based in Orlando. Along with my passion for Florida beer and brewing, I'm also one of the founders of Newsaz.com, a podcast network that's been running and producing shows for far over a decade now. BigMarshallBrewing.com is a spin-off site of sorts for our productions. We have several beer-centric series that are currently running and some more that are in production. We're now moving these beer-focused shows to this second network to help manage everything. I'm taking the time to point that out because throughout this series and even in this episode, I'll no doubt be referring to both sites, BigMonsterBrewing.com and Neozaz.com. Both will have the show, but only BigMonsterBrewing.com will have those beer-focused shows going forward. I'm taking these two hobbies I enjoy very much and starting this show focused on Florida homebrewing and Florida beer because I think both subjects aren't being talked about enough. So maybe this show will help start more conversations about those things. But at the very least, there will be one person talking about them, and that's me. This show will feature what's happening in homebrewing and beer in Florida, and we'll be talking to the people that keep this hobby alive and thriving all over the state. These early episodes are going to have a heavy Central Florida theme as far as news and especially for events. It's where I live. It's where I know the most homebrewers and pro brewers. It's where my homebrew club is. And it's the area that I hear about the most for these upcoming events, naturally. But this show's not going to be limited to this area. At least that's not my intention. And anything I find to report and share in the state of Florida, I'll be sharing. In fact, while I'm on that subject, if you're involved with or know of an event coming up in 2024 and you'd like it to be discussed on the show, visit BigMonsterBrewing.com, click on event from the menu, and then submit an event from the dropdown, and then fill out the form that pops up. It is that easy to share it, and once I get that, I will be happy to talk about it on the show. One thing that this show will feature very heavily from the get-go that involves the entire state of Florida is our reports on the Florida Homebrew Competition Circuit. The nine homebrew competitions held up and down the state of Florida and beyond if you include the National Homebrew Competition, which we do on this show. And on that note, let's get into the first topic of this debut episode, and that is to take a look back at the 2023 Homebrew Competition Circuit and take the time to congratulate some big winners from this past year. 
The 2023 competition started in Miami with the Miami Area Society of Homebrewers, or MASH for short, and their annual competition, the Coconut Cup. This competition pretty much set the pace for the Race to the Club of the Year award, but not so much for the Brewer of the Year quite yet at this point. Brewers Anonymous had a 62-point win with that competition, and that was 24 points more than the second-place winner, which was the host club, MASH, with 38 points. And the Calford Ale Sharing Club, or CASC for short, came in third with 53 points. Best of show winners for that were Aaron Bolton with a bronze, John Saylor with a silver, and me for gold. And that right there is the reason that I didn't start this series in 2023 like I intended. I felt a little strange reporting on myself to launch the show for that competition season. But as you're about to hear, that worry is going to go away pretty fast in this 2023 competition season. You're not going to hear my name too much more. There's also Mead and Cider Best of Show Metal Winners, and that is one grouping combination. Mead and Ciders are combined into one for Best of Show in all these competitions, actually. I say most, but they, they're in all of them. And I believe, for the first time since the pandemic, all competitions included Mead and Cider Best of Show Awards. We haven't had that for at least three years. Yeah, because 2019, I think, was unaffected by that. So this is, this is good. We're pretty much back up to speed in 2023. Those winners for Mean Cider were Paul Cerise for bronze, James Gottage for silver, and Lucas Clues won the gold at Coconut Cup Mean Cider. The next competition for the Florida competitors was the National Homebrew Competition Regionals. And I'm going to take a second to explain. We get our stats and a lot of details from competitions from two places. One, ReggieBeer.com, which is the competition software that manages all these state-run competitions here in Florida. If you've ever entered or volunteered to be a judge, you know this site. The other place we get a lot of our information from, especially in the year-end wrap-ups, is the website FloridaHomebrewCompetitions.com. This is currently the only public source that's tracking and presenting club and competitor points during the entire Florida competition circuit season, and they include both the regional and finals for the National Homebrew Competition rounds in their totals and have an extensive argument slash explanation why they publish that on their site. I won't get into that because it's pretty clear there. And if you want to learn more about that yourself, it's like I said, all there at floridahomebrewcompetitions.com for you to read. The regional structure is different than the circuit competitions. There's no best of show. There's first, second, and third for each category. And they can group categories, but I didn't actually check to see if many were for this region usually by the final or the finals there's plenty of competitors or uh, entries i should say to do the individual categories that they lay out they also don't publish the total points that are awarded to clubs from their club members that's something we'd have to figure out on our own or in this case floridahomebrewcompetitions.com does but that's more of a matter of convenience if you have won a gold medal and you have registered your beer as a club member you get the three points and the club gets the three points we just have to do the math ourselves to figure that out when it comes to the nhc so doing that math we do have some point additions to some clubs we've already talked about with only one competition into the season and we're starting again with brewers anonymous they picked up 24 points at the regionals 
Cask picked up 14 points. Special Operations in Tampa, another name that you hear a lot during the competition season. They brought in nine points at the regionals. Hangar 41 Brew Club in Fort Myers brought in nine points as well. And the Brew Club of Seminole County, they brought in eight points at the regionals. Next up, back to Florida for their next competition. We had Hurricane Bluff hosted by the Palm Beach Draftsman. Again, Brewers Anonymous scored big and extended their lead with picking up 56 points in this competition. Mash picked up another 30, and Cask is just behind them, picking up 29 points at Hurricane Blowoff. Best of show winners for beer were David Hopper with the bronze, Chris Saborowicz with the silver, and Clint Shannon won the gold. Meat Insider Best of Show winners were Lucas Clues with the bronze, and David Flores got the gold this time around. We're staying in Florida for the next competitions in this 2023 report, and Hogtown Brew-Off was the next competition held by the Hogtown Brewers Home Club. Once again, Brewers Anonymous won, this time with 52 points, but this is where the circuit begins to shift and get interesting because Cask stepped up and started their run, coming in second only four points behind with 48 points. The host club, Hogtown Brewers, was also a very close third with 45 points. This is the closest competition so far, and this isn't the last time it's going to be this close. The race really starts here after Hogtown. Hot and Humid is up next. That is the competition here in Orlando from the Brewers Anonymous Homebrew Club. In this one, Brewers Anonymous won the day with 48 points, and Cask was hot on their heels again, coming in a close second with 45 points. And a new name enters the race when Pinellas Urban Brewers Guild got 19 points. That doesn't sound like much on the surface, but remember, this is one competition and there's more to come. And th- That doesn't sound like much on the surface, but Pub, short for Pinellas Urban Brewers Guild, they've been competing this whole time. They have points. I've only been reporting the top three clubs. So this is 19 on top of what they have, and they're still more to come and things really start to get increasingly interesting now and best of show beer chris saborowicz with the bronze kenneth jordan got the silver and jason wiggs won the gold and i finally got to meet jason wiggs this year after judging his beer i don't know how many times especially repeatedly in best of show judging rounds so it was really cool to put a face to the name and he's a really nice guy i was really happy to get to meet him great brewer too obviously if i'm tasting his beers in best of show rounds Best of Show Cider and Mead winners were Fernando Espino with the bronze. Bill Boyer won the silver. And the gold Best of Show went to Eric Wembacher from New Jersey. That might have come out sounding a little, I don't know what, because I'm originally from Philadelphia and it's tough for me to say that state's name. That same day was the NHC Finals. We all got to enjoy them. We actually watched them from the hot and humid setup that we had for our award ceremony with the time difference between California and Florida. Not, we, we didn't have any crossover. We were able to clean up, have a beer, enjoy our victory, then watch NHC. And while the winners for the finals didn't really affect the club or the individual brewer race at this point, there were some Florida winners. And NHC is not easy. And I want to take a minute to say congratulations to Brian Stulick, Will Dole, John Weaver, and Joseph Hertz. Again, NHC is a very difficult competition. And these guys did an amazing job representing Florida homebrew. So well, well done. Now, getting back to Florida, and we are only going to be talking about Florida in the rest of this report. This is essentially the second half 
of the competition at this point. And the stage is pretty much set. The race is on. We're going to the first Coast Cup hosted by Cask. That's the next one up. The big winner for this competition was Cask with 56 points. Brewers Anonymous did come in second with 52 points. And Hogtown Brewers took third with 25 Best of show winners for First Coast Cup were Randall Meredith with bronze, Alex Mentamini with silver, and Kevin True got the gold. Mead Insider Best of Show medals went to Paul Cerise with bronze, Matthew White with the silver, and Buddy Greer got the gold. From there, we're heading over to the Space Coast at this point for Commander Saz by the Space Coast Association for the Advancement of Zymergy, or thankfully, Saz for short. At Commander Saws, Cast took their second win in a row for the 2023 season, but it was shared with Brewers Anonymous. They both scored 37 points and both took the top position. This left third place, and that was won by the Pinellas Urban Brewers Guild with 24 points. Best of show beer winners for Commander Saws went to Steven Schmidt with the bronze, Dallas Christophers with the silver, and Robert Hull won the gold. Best of show meat and cider winners were Ron Minkoff with the bronze, Lucas Clues won silver, and Bill Boyer got the gold. The penultimate competition for the season was the Sunshine Challenge hosted by the Central Florida Homebrewers. Cask took another win, coming on incredibly strong in the second half of the season, winning Sunshine Challenge with 51 points. Brewers Anonymous held steady and got second with 46 points, and Hogtown Brewers were on the board again with 18 points. Beer Best of Show medals went to Scott Stenberg for bronze, Tyler E. Miller for silver, and Mary McLeod won the gold. Meat Insider Best of Show award winners were Lucas Clues with bronze, John Sather with silver, and Norman Taylor won gold. This led to the final competition of the season, Best Florida Beer Homebrew in Tampa. This is the last competition of the season. Lots of us from Brewers Anonymous were there. There were also members from Cask and Pinellas Urban Brewers Guild. This was the final event of the season, and most of us did not want to miss how this was going to pan out for this competition Brewers Anonymous came out on top with 62 points Cask took second with 41 points and Pinellas Urban Brewers Guild was in third with 27 points best of show beer winners were me for bronze Mike Thompson with silver and Kenny McCord won the gold and we are all members of Brewers Anonymous making this the first club best of show sweep in any competition in the past 10 years according to all the available data and that was an incredible feeling for us that was just that was unbelievable that's i still don't even know how to really explain how cool that felt mead and cider medal winners for best florida beer went to paul cerise for bronze ron minkoff with silver and keith link with the gold in the end, this is how everything panned out for the Club of the Year side of the competition. In third, Pinellas Urban Brewers Guild with a season total of 154 points. Calford Ale Sharing Club, or Cask, came on strong halfway through the season and locked in second place with a total of 355 points. But Brewers Anonymous just hit the ground running in that first competition and never stopped, only slowing down slightly a few times and became the 2023 Florida Homebrew Club of the Year with 434 points for the 2023 season. 
It's also worth noting that Hogtown Brewers came in fourth and MASH came in fifth since we heard their names throughout this entire report for the season as well. So great job by all the clubs. This is a great competition season. Probably one of the best that I've been part of. Now for the individual standings for the home brewer of the year. And I will tell you right now, for one person, this has absolutely nothing to do with any best of show wins. It had all to do with winning categories with just about every beer they entered. In third place for 2023 is Ron Minkoff with 44 points. Second place, Lucas Clues with 47 points. And the winner of the 2023 Florida Home Brewer of the Year is Jesse Johnson with 49 points. And that is the first time I've said his name in this report because he did not win any Best of Show medals in 2023. All his points are from category wins, which is an absolutely outstanding feat. Jesse is an amazing brewer. I've judged many of his beers. He's also an incredibly nice guy, and I couldn't be happier for him and all the winners this year. Again, great, great competition season. This was a fun season, both as a competitor and a judge. Florida homebrew, and just Florida beer in general, gets better every season. And I can't wait to dive into the 2024 season, which is going to start before we know it. So congratulations to all the clubs, all the brewers, and everyone that participated in the 2023 season. It wouldn't and literally couldn't happen without the competitors, the judges, and volunteers of all sorts. So cheers to everyone and keep doing what we all do this coming season. So with that look back at 2023, we already have some things to look forward to in 2024. We do know some details about the circuit competition already, but before I get into that, I wanted to share a non-circuit competition that is one of my favorite events each year, both as a brewer and a craft beer fan. I'm talking about the 6th Annual Iron Home Brewer Challenge Charity Festival put on by the Pascal Brewers Guild at the Liquid Garage in Newport Ritchie on March 2nd, 1 p.m. to 5 p.m. If you're familiar with the TV cooking competition show Iron Chef in any of its many forms, you probably have a pretty good guess of what this is about. The only difference is each brewer is given a different secret ingredient instead of every participant getting the same one. To participate, it's a $10 entry fee, and once you pay your entry fee, you're given that ingredient that needs to be part of your beer. You don't get to choose. You don't get to select from this list when you sign up. You don't even get to know what's on the list until you pay that $10 entry fee. And these random ingredients are all over the place. It's great. There's things so far this year that have been listed. Agave, sweet potato, candy corn, elderberries, oregano, sriracha, juniper. So far as of this recording, there's been 39 ingredients drawn according to their event page. My wife and I are both participating. We've done it for the past two years. It'll be our third year doing it. I've drawn mint. And she's drawn bacon. And we both got our recipes and we're excited to be part of this again. And not only as brewers, but as festival attendees as well. Brewers get free admission, festival wristbands, and sample cups when you sign up. And when you go to this festival, you will be able to sample about 40 to 50 beers that you will never see again in your life. It is a one-of-a-kind event, and we just absolutely love it. This is a festival, so they do ask you for five gallons of beer when you enter as a brewer. That's something worth pointing out because there is no competition-only option. If you are signing up for this, you are agreeing to be part of that festival as well as competing. 
Registration is still open and it is open until January 28th. There's no URL or website for this. It's all done through a Facebook event page, but it's really easy to find. Search for Iron Home Brewer on Facebook or even easier, check out the link in the show notes of this episode. Again, it's $10 to enter as a brewer, but if you just want to attend the festival, it's a very reasonable $30 ticket. And all the proceeds this year are going to the Italian Greyhound Rescue of the Gulf Coast. So if you are a fan of unique, unusual, and one-of-a-kind beers, check out this festival because that's all it is, is unique, unusual, and one-of-a-kind beers. And it's a great time. There's great beers, and it's all for charity, and I can't recommend this event enough. Now for what we know about the Florida competition circuit so far. The 2024 Florida circuit competition will kick off again with the Coconut Cup from MASH in Miami. Registration opened January 8th and is set to close February 8th if it doesn't fill out before then, which it nearly always does. There's a 305 entry limit cap, so if you haven't registered this year yet, go to reggiebeer.com to register or check out the link in this episode's show notes to take you right to the registration site. And side note, because I had to look this up because I thought this might be the case, 305 is the area code from Miami. So I'm going to go out on a limb and guess that that's where this unusual competition cap limit number came from. There is a four entry limit per brewer with three bottles needed for each entry. Delivery for entries runs until February 9th. It's technically open now. Delivery and the awards ceremony will both be at Spanish Marie Brewery, which once my wife finds out, I almost guarantee we'll be there for the awards ceremony because that is one of her top five favorite Florida breweries of all time, if not top three right now. Those awards are going to take place on March 9th and will likely be streamed. I believe i'm only going to say believe because i didn't double check before sitting down to record i believe they said they were going to stream it on facebook but they i know for a fact coconut cup has streamed and streamed well it's one of the ones that stream well every year so i expect the same this year of course looking way forward into the competition season commander saws has already posted their details for this year's competition Registration for Commander Saws opens on June 10th and closes July 25th, or again, when the competition reaches its limit. Entry delivery dates are July 5th to July 26th. The awards ceremony for Commander Saws will be on August 17th. There are no details on where delivery is yet, no details on where the competition is going to be judged or the awards held, and no details on the competition limit or per brewer limit just yet. So that is quite a few months away. I'm sure that'll be updated in plenty of time to plan. I do believe they did list that three bottles were needed, which is a nice change from last year where they insisted on four. I know there was a lot of conversation about that particularly on their Facebook event page. But right now, looks like only three, and we're going to have to wait for the rest of those numbers to find out what those are. Beyond the upcoming competitions, festivals will be underway in Central Florida very soon, and two of those, I can confirm, will have a homebrew presence. First up, Science on Tap at the Orlando Science Center. This is their annual beer festival fundraiser featuring over 30 breweries, live science exhibits, food trucks, lawn games, and live music. That's happening on January 20th, 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. at Lock Haven Park. General admission tickets are $60 with a VIP ticket option at $90, and that gets you in an hour early at noon and two full pour tickets, which is something I don't recall seeing before or very often at these local area festivals. That's pretty cool. This will have at least one homebrew club, Birds Anonymous, and my beer will be on tap. 
We're really late to signing up to this, and I have several beers fermenting specifically for this event as I speak. So I'm not entirely sure which ones are going to be completed enough to serve and, the, and what i'll be taking except for my pale ale that one i'm pretty sure is all ready to go now so that one i think is a sure bet the other two we'll we'll both find out at the same time if you're going to this event and not just my beer is being served at the brisanato's tent we have at least one other member that's brewing for this we may have more donated when all said and done. I'm not sure. Like I said, we're really late to signing up and we're, this, these dust is still settling. We told everybody what's up and we're kind of waiting for responses. But that's what we know is going to uh, be in our tent for sure. And I will be pouring and I'm very excited to be part of the event this year. For more information and tickets, visit the Orlando Science Center website at osc.org or check out the link in the show notes. The weekend after that, we have another big festival right here in Orlando, and that is Faded Kingdom, hosted by Tactical Brewing. From their Facebook event page, it reads, Faded Kingdom is a celebration of the Orlando beer scene. Tactical Brewing and Brewed Events have invited breweries from all over the country to join forces with local Orlando breweries to deliver a festival the amazing beer fans of Orlando deserve for the second year in a row. Expect over 50 breweries from outside of Orlando and another 20-plus from the greater Orlando area. They have been listing the participating breweries on their event page, and by my count, there are 77 breweries right now. So this is turning out to be a pretty pretty sizable festival. This one takes place on January 27th, 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. at Tactical Brewing in Baldwin Park. Ain't no way you're going to be able to park on the street by the brewery. You'll be able to park on the street elsewhere, but what I'm trying to say is the longer you wait to get there the farther you're going to have to walk. There is plenty of street parking. There's there's other parking structures there. But the longer you wait, the further you're going to walk. Your best bet, of course, is always a ride share. Carpool or get there a little early and save yourself the long walk back and forth to the festival. Tickets can be purchased through their website at tacticalbrewing.com or, surprise, surprise, check out the link in the show notes. General admission tickets are $55, and there is a VIP ticket option as well for this one at $80, which gets you in an hour early at noon and also gets you a bottle of a barrel-aged stout from Tactical. I believe I'll be at this event as a volunteer. Haven't gotten a confirmation yet, but Tactical is one of our local hangouts for Big Monster Brewing, and I'm pretty excited to help them out this year, so I hope I get the opportunity to do that. If that doesn't pan out, there's a really good chance I'll be going to this as a attendee either way. Either way, I believe to be there. And then the week after that, they just keep coming this early in the year, is the Cocoa Beach Brewers Bash. This is Saturday, February 3rd, 1 p.m. to 5 p.m. at Cocoa Village Park. This is from their Facebook event page. The Cocoa Village Brewers Bash overlooks the beautiful Indian River and promises to see 75-plus breweries participating in 2024. As always, this is a family and pet friendly and open event with six local food trucks offering a variety of delicious fare. This year, those trucks will be set up in a designated food court adjacent to Riverfront Park on Harrison Street, which will allow you access to Ryan's and the Village Idiot Pub as well. I've participated in the Space Coast Half Marathon every year for a a little over a decade now. I'm not quite sure how many years. And... My point is the race starts and ends in the same location, and it's a really cool area and a really cool location. I'm pretty psyched to see a beer festival there. And this is the second of the uh, homebrew presents I was talking about. Brewers Anonymous will be pouring at this event as well. I know we've got at least three of our brewers going and bringing beer, and that's just one of the many tents at this event. They said 75-plus brewers were 
currently scheduled to participate. So this is going to be a big event as well. There is only one ticket for this event. No other options, just a general admission for $50. For more information, look at their Facebook event page, or as you probably guessed by now, check out the link in this show's notes. I am 90% sure I'm going to this. I just have to make sure I don't have any conflicts on that weekend coming up because I really want to see how they lay this out in this area. Hopefully, by the time I post this, I'll have bought my ticket and be ready to go. And just a couple of weeks after this event, there is the very popular Florida Smash Beer Fest on February 17th. This is a rescheduled date. If you've heard that this is taking place on January 20th at some point, you, you, you're not wrong. You heard right. But at about midday on January 4th, Smash Beer Fest sent out and posted and put notices on all their social medias that they had to reschedule to February 17th. If you bought a ticket for January 20th and can't make the new date of February 17th, be sure to contact them through Facebook or Instagram. And that's directly from them. Don't bother going to their website because of this recording it still says january 20th i have no idea what they do with that site it seems the last thing that they update or even keep online it's really bizarre facebook and instagram they've said their own words is their best point of contact to work that out so about smash if you don't already know from their website the florida smash beer festival is created to celebrate the creativity and camaraderie of brewers in the sunshine state Breweries around the state compete to win the best beer using one single malt and one single hop strain. For the first time ever, we're inviting bands and out-of-state breweries to join the Smash Festival. You could also invite homebrew clubs. Just saying, you want some creative brewers. I think most of you involved in this have been in homebrewing at one point and know that that is just kind of par for the course. So just put it out there for anyone involved in Smash is listening. You know, homebrew clubs would uh, love to be part of this. I can say that, honestly, because I would. This is another really fun and unique festival. It's pretty amazing how different these beers are using the same base ingredients. Last year's winner, the brewer roasted some of the grains in a pizza oven to make a wood-aged amber ale. And there was no specialty malts. This was all just from the modified ones that he was given. Just incredible what people think of to make their beers different and stand out and the best at this competition. For more information, you can check out their website at flsmash.com, but I would suggest going to the Facebook event page or their Instagram account based on the just the notes they've given themselves on this change. It seems to be the point of contact they prefer, or at least the one that's mostly monitored. So the links for that, those contact points, will be links in the show notes as well with everything else. And of course, being based in Orlando, I can't help but mention Orlando Beer Week starts on January 20th and ends on January 27th. What I'm not going to mention is all the events that are taking place because the Orlando Beer Week Instagram page and now their Facebook page has just been updated. They're doing a pretty good job at that. An even better job is being done by the Two Girls, One Brew podcast Instagram page. They put together a at-a-glance event list for the entire week. So if you want to see that and you don't already follow them give them a follow on instagram their account name is the number two girls the number one brew two girls one brew and on that that will do it for this debut episode of the florida homebrew report 
This show, as I mentioned before, is part of the NeoZaz.com Entertainment Network and part of BigMonsterBrewing.com, which is our site featuring all of our beer resources, beer and brewing shows like Big Monster Brewing the Series, Two Girls, One Brew, the only Central Florida female-focused, estro-centric-themed beer podcast, a proper education, our fun to play along and listen to taproom-style trivia show, and much more coming in 2024. If you know of any beer-related events anywhere in the state of Florida that you'd like us to share on this show, visit BigMonsterBrewing.com and select Submit an Event from the event menu on the front page and let us know. If you're a homebrewer looking for a homebrew club in the Orlando and Central Florida area, there's no better one to check out than Brewers Anonymous, the 2023 Florida Homebrew Club of the Year. Whether you're an experienced brewer or new to the hobby or just want to learn what this is all about, come on by. We meet every third Friday of the month at 7 o'clock at Dead Words Brewing, and we'd love to see you there. Check out the Greater Florida Homebrewers Discord server to connect with more of your brewing colleagues all over the state of Florida and see the latest news and discussion on local events, competitions, and all kinds of homebrew talk. The invite QRC code is in the show notes of this episode, and if your podcast app doesn't display images in the notes, you can find the QR code on this episode post at BigMonsterBrewing.com. On the next episode, I will share any updates that we learn about the upcoming 2024 competition season, tell you all about the upcoming events I find and learn about, and our main feature will be a discussion with a notable brewer from the 2023 season. They're notable for a specific accomplishment, but they didn't win any award for that, but many argue that they should have. So much more about that on the next episode. So until then, drink responsibly, drink local, and celebrate Florida beer. I'll see you in the next episode.